0: Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback.
1: You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global.
2: is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Heidi Murkoff, and I'm a mom on a mission, a mission to help you know what to expect every step of the way. You probably already knew this going in, and if not, you definitely found out along the way. A mom's body takes one for the team during pregnancy. Your body changes in ways that you almost certainly expected those bigger boobs, that swelling belly, and in ways you almost certainly didn't. There's nothing more beautiful than a body devoted to the growing of a new human life. Every change your body undergoes, those pounds you add, happens for a reason. Wondering how to embrace your new curves, the ones you're acquiring or already acquired, but hoping to stay on the healthiest curve when it comes to your weight gain? Today, we're getting real about your changing body, what's just temporary, what's for keeps, and what you can do to keep yourself and your pregnancy healthy as you and baby grow. I'm here with Emma. Hey, Emma. Hey, mom. So, it's been a minute since you were pregnant. It's
3: been, it's longer minute since you've been pregnant. <laughs> I still Still feel the effects of my pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, we're going to talk about how we felt about our pregnant bodies. You first.
3: I actually really liked my pregnant body. I think that, you know, that first few months, I was a little, a little anxious, like when I had just gained a little bit of weight. I started to show pretty early. So, it's like that in between are you or aren't you kind of situation. And then my boobs got really big. And And they were already. They were the perkiest they've ever been. I don't know. I felt sexy when I was pregnant, especially the second time because my husband made me feel sexy. But I think there's nothing more beautiful than a pregnant body.
2: I totally agree. I loved my pregnant body so much, from what I can remember. I loved my belly, I loved my boobs. My only regret was that I didn't get to show any of it off. You had the chance to wear all those cute maternity clothes. I had those maternity jeans and they had an elastic panel like up to your boobs and they were so short. I mean, the hem on the bottom. Ew. It was so, so ugly. And then I only have, what, two Polaroids of my pregnancy? (laughs) (laughs) Because we didn't have a camera. There's no photographic evidence. Your belly was something that you couldn't show off naked back then. That's
3: so sad. That's so sad. I love wearing a bikini when I'm pregnant. Just let it
2: all hang out. I mean, I wish I could do it all over again. So the best parts for you about your pregnant body? Boobs or? My
3: boobs. And I had a little bit of butt for the first time in my life. Mm. The curves, I felt sexy. Obviously, like my nose got a little wider and I got the acne. But um, besides that, I was loving it.
2: And Simon was loving it too.
3: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like you're softer when you're pregnant. You look softer. I was living my best life when I was pregnant. I feel like I felt the prettiest when I was pregnant
2: how did you feel about your body after?
3: Well, with my first, I was in my 20s and I was like, oh, cool. I'm just going to bounce back. And that's not how it happened, actually. I remember being on the floor of the Victoria's Secret pink dressing room, like crying because I couldn't fit into sweatpants. (laughs) I remember um,
2: that. I was with you. Yeah, you were with me.
3: And then I got like a belly bandit and that really helped me feel better, helped my posture a lot. I think that you know, it takes nine months to grow a baby, give yourself at least nine months, I think you say this, to lose it. And personally, I don't look the same as I did before I had a baby. I don't. I'm never going to look the same. My boobs are certainly not going to look the same.
2: You get a baby, you give, you know, yeah. a few other things. For me, the scariest part were the boobs because when my milk came in, I think it was like four four days postpartum. And it was very dramatic and it was like the boobs that ate Manhattan.
3: Exactly. Yeah, they
2: were so gigantic. I I
3: remember like going into the bathroom of my room at the hospital and I I lifted up my gown and I was like, holy crap.
2: So what do you struggle with still though, if anything?
3: I struggle sometimes looking in the mirror with my boobs and, you know, I, I definitely got a lot of cellulite when I was pregnant and that stayed around. And that's okay. I'm learning to embrace it. And the thing is this, on Instagram, there's this thing that people are doing where they're putting like glitter on their stretch marks on their stomach. And I think it's so beautiful. They're like creating art with it. I think that embracing your mom stripes is such a beautiful thing.
2: It definitely is, absolutely. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm answering the biggest questions you have about weight gain and body image during pregnancy.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your
0: BBC podcasts, if you dare.
3: Okay, Mom, so let's get real about our bodies during and after pregnancy. Let's. How much weight should a woman gain when they're pregnant? I think I gained... Oh, like 35-ish?
2: That sounds about right. Truthfully, the best person to answer that question is not me. The best person is your doctor or midwife. So as soon in pregnancy as you possibly can, you need to ask for that magic number. And that magic number varies a lot from mom to mom. How many pounds you should plan on gaining is going to be based not just on general guidelines, but on your specific body. And every body is different in case you haven't noticed. So that said, for the average weight woman, 25 to 35 pounds is usually considered the sweet spot. So that you definitely fit comfortably into that. I
3: mean, it might've been 37. It might've I don't know. I, I stopped weighing at the end.
2: So that's enough to nurture your baby and also to lay on some extra fat stores that you're actually going to need later on for breastfeeding. That's the padding on the arms and the butt and the thighs and all those womanly places that all of us are going to pack on. It's enough, but it's not so much that you're piling on extra wrists with those extra pounds. And that can happen if you really exceed those weight gain recommendations. Now, just as important as the total amount of pounds though is the rate you gain them at. So the goal, the objective would to begin gain maybe a handful of pounds in the first trimester, give or take, and then in the second and third trimesters, about a pound a week, but that's an average. So it could be half a pound one week and a pound and a half the next week, and then three quarters of a pound. So as long as it averages out to about a pound a week.
3: You don't have a 30-pound baby. Thank God. Yeah,
2: hopefully, right? So what is all that extra weight? Yeah, I would say seven pounds (laughs) of you was plenty of enough for me to push out. So you know all those pregnant women with the perfect bellies and they say, oh my God, you're all baby. But that's not really true. Nobody's all baby. Because the baby is just about a quarter of a total weight gain for an average weight gain. So the rest is extra fat stores, extra fluids. You've gotta include about three pounds of retained water, two pounds of amniotic fluid, about four pounds of extra blood. And then you've got your super-sized breasts. So they're gonna add anywhere between one and three pounds. Or uh, 10. Or 10. <laughs> um, even your uterus adds about two pounds. And I'm not even talking about what's inside your uterus, just your uterus itself grows by two pounds. And then the average placenta is about a pound and a half. So it all adds up and it's supposed to. Just
3: three pounds of water weight? Come on. I feel like I was way puffier than that, especially in my cheeks.
2: You know, you're supposed to retain water. Your body needs those extra fluids so it holds on to more of them. Though when it's in your face and your feet, it might feel like more fluid than it actually is. And you might not think, all oh, that swelling, so swell. But it's normal. I had a mom recently tell me that she felt like a cactus when she was pregnant because she was prickly and retained water. There's just one important caveat. Make sure you check with your doctor if you suddenly have severe swelling, especially in your face or your hands and above above the knee so that it's not just in your feet. In your feet is more likely to be normal if you suddenly have excessive weight gain And this could happen late in pregnancy or postpartum, and it could be a sign of a complication like preeclampsia. So make sure you check in about that.
3: What if you have problems gaining weight? Or what if you have a problem watching the numbers go up and you get stressed out when you do? Maybe because you had an eating disorder in the past or something and... And even though you know it's the right thing for your body, seeing those numbers creeping up can give you anxiety.
2: You know, this is such an important conversation to have and have it openly. So I'm really glad that we're going to talk about it now. So many women, so many women have had some kind of disordered eating at one point or another in their lives. And many women have a really unhealthy relationship with their scale and with their eating habits and their body image. And it's easy to panic when you gain weight, but gaining the right amount of weight during pregnancy, is not only okay, it's necessary, it's vital. It's vital to your pregnancy health and to your baby's health. And for some moms, I would say it's best just to avoid the scale altogether, except for the monthly weigh-ins that you get at your doctor or midwife's office. And then for your sanity, for some moms, it's way better if the nurse just doesn't say the numbers out loud, like just records them and doesn't say anything. Now, if you have an eating disorder or you've ever had an eating disorder and you feel like you're struggling again once the weight starts piling on, please, please, please talk to your doctor or midwife and get a referral to a therapist or a nutritionist or both who can help you talk through those feelings so you can start feeling good about eating well for yourself and your pregnancy and your baby and feel good about gaining weight. And it's so important. And here's where a healthy body image during pregnancy is really key. No, you don't wanna exceed the weight gain recommendations because that's not healthy, but you definitely don't wanna fall short of them either because that's not healthy. In fact, it's less healthy. This is the time to let go of weight gain phobia, to welcome the weight gain.
3: So what can you do if you haven't gained any weight or you're not gaining enough
2: weight? If you need to start packing on the pounds, you need to eat more. And you don't have to eat more at each meal because it's really hard to eat a lot when you're pregnant and it makes heartburn, all those tummy troubles. So instead of trying to fit it all into two or three meals, you want to do the six meal solution and eat small amounts frequently and focus on high-calorie foods that are also high in nutrition. So, you know, seeds and nuts and avocados.
3: What if you gained a lot early on, like, say, 20 pounds by the halfway point? Should you slam on the brakes and try not to gain any more?
2: You know, that happens a lot. And it often happens to moms who, well, either they're super hungry instead of super sick. Yeah, that's going to go either way. Yeah. Or... They could be feeling sick and the only thing they're comforted by is ice cream, you know, and fries. And that's understandable, that happens. And it can be something of a shock when you step on the scale and you're like, oh no, crap, I just gained 20 pounds and I'm only, you know, 18 weeks. But you definitely shouldn't slam the brakes on your weight gain because the second half of your pregnancy is that's the prime growing time for your baby. And that means it's prime growing time for you. So you got to gain weight. You can't rely on the pounds you are already added for fueling that baby making production line. So you're going to have to keep adding them just maybe a little bit more gradually. And the best thing to do is to talk to your doctor or midwife and figure out a weight gain plan for the rest of your pregnancy. And to meet it, to focus on foods that pack the most nutrition for the fewest calories. So, you know, veggies, fruits, lean protein, low fat dairy. The thing to remember is you shouldn't go fat free because fat is essential for your pregnancy health, but to go lower fat if you're trying to limit the number of pounds you're gaining and definitely fit fitness in. All pregnant women should get, you know, unless they've been restricted in their activity, they should get 30 minutes of exercise a day and you can definitely do more of that, even if it's just power walking or streaming. I power prenatal. walked.
3: I'm not a fitness kind of gal, so I power
2: walked. Yeah. Walking <laughs> is a great exercise for pregnancy. Yeah.
3: Also, it helps like with nausea, getting fresh air. so
2: It definitely does. The ideal exercise actually for pregnancy is swimming. If you can get into water, it helps with all of those aches and pains. Yeah, and weightless. It also helps with extra fluid retention.
3: Okay, and I have to ask, what about our boobs? When do they go back to normal after having a baby? Do they ever go back
2: to normal? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> well, I guess it would, it would depend on your definition of normal. Chances are really good you're not going to have exactly the same breasts that you had going in. Before, when I would
3: lay down, they didn't go to my sides, and now they do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the possible... Also, my nipples are now the size of Texas. So there's that.
2: (laughs) So I would say you probably aren't even going to know exactly what you're going to end up with if you're breastfeeding until after you wean your baby. And I'm not going to lie. Pregnancy can take a toll on the girls. There is a lot of growing going on. Often there are stretch marks involved. There are changes in the color and the size of your areolas. And when it's all over, including breastfeeding, you might find yourself, how do we put this deflated. That's normal wear and tear. And by the way, the sagging is not caused by breastfeeding, it's caused by pregnancy. Again, your results may vary depending on genetics, how big your breasts were to begin with, how much support you provide them during pregnancy. But here's what we have to remember. Your breasts were born to do this. They Rise to the occasion when they have to. And we should celebrate them and embrace them no matter what. And even free the nipple. Free the nipple. Free the nipple,
3: yes. Okay. What's the biggest surprise moms have about their postpartum bods?
2: Okay, so I, I remember clearly looking down at my belly for the first time after delivery. And being totally shocked that I still look pregnant. Right? I did not look that much different than when I checked into the hospital. And I think that is the biggest surprise for most moms. You know, the baby has left the building. The building still looks six months pregnant, seven (laughs) months pregnant. And you lose a lot of weight overnight. You know, you lose about 12 pounds or so. That's significant. But it's not everything that you gain, not by a long shot. And the rest comes off over time and it can take some time and include it includes a whole lot of accumulated fluids that you're going to lose over the months and initially you might notice that you're a lot puffier than you might have thought like you thought Mm -hmm. pregnancy puffy postpartum not puffy not so and you retain water after delivery but especially if you had an epidural because they pump you full of a lot of fluids during an epidural and later on i think most moms are not prepared for the extra skin around their bellies. You may think, oh, I'm back to my weight. and But yet, who please, is this? Yeah, my jeans don't zip up. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But one thing you should be on the lookout for is if you have a separation of your abdominal muscles, you'll notice a little kind of a pooch between your abdominal yeah. muscles, especially when you bend down to get something. And that's called a diastasis recti. Um, You don't need to know that. All you need to know is it's super common late in pregnancy and you might not notice it during pregnancy, but usually it happens then and it doesn't always heal on its own. So you can do some really easy exercises. I have them in the book. They're on the website, on the app to help you close the gap and that can help you you know, get back on the road to recovery for your abs. And it's really important not to do any abdominal workouts until that gap has closed, because you can do more damage. Here's the thing we have to keep in mind. It takes nine months for your body to change, to gain that pregnancy weight, and it takes at least that long to lose the weight and also to get back to some kind of semblance of what you kinda sorta remember as normal. I mean, let's face it, your body's never gonna be exactly the same, even after you lose all the weight. But we should all wear our mom bodies with pride. We earned the stretch marks, we earned the C section scars, we earned the slack skin. That's why I love when moms share their unfiltered photos of their real postpartum bodies and embrace them for what they have achieved and not what others perceive. And we're never, ever, ever going to let a mom be body shamed postpartum. Just not going to happen on our watch. The more we tell each other that, the more we're going to be able to personally accept it. So let's keep the conversation going.
3: It doesn't matter what necessarily is happening on Instagram. You know, there's so much more to it. And, you know, honestly, I see women on Instagram all the time who are pregnant with these tiny arms or, or they just gave birth and they're like rocking a bikini and they look amazing. And yeah, I looked great after I had a baby, but not like that. And it's hard. You're like, wait, what, why isn't my body doing that too? So you know what? Like I get it. Know yourself, know what you can handle after you give birth. Know like, can I handle seeing people? Do I need a break?
2: I want to end with a message I got on Facebook from a mom named Isia. She said, I love my body during pregnancy and I felt the most beautiful. Like if all my flaws I thought I had then were vanished. I had body issues when I was thin. I thought it was chubby, but I look back and I see that I was a stick. But now I've learned to love myself for what I have done and gone through to have two wonderful kids in this world. I just love that. Emma, how about you?
3: I love that so much. Perfect ending.
2: Amen to that.
1: Ooh, baby love, my baby love. I need you, oh, how I need
2: you. Thanks for listening. Remember, I'm always here for you. What to expect is always here for you. We're all in this together. For more on what you heard on today's episode, visit whattoexpect.com podcast. You can also check out What to Expect When You're Expecting, What to Expect the First Year, and the What to Expect app. And we want to hear from you. Connect with us on our community message board or on our social media. You can find me at Heidi Murkoff and Emma at Emma Bing WTE. And of course, at What to Expect. Baby Love is performed by Riley Bederer. What to Expect is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: In my arms, why don't you stay? need ya. Thank you. Zumo Play.